Coinbase has always been committed to being built in the U.S. within the regulatory perimeter. Uh, we've proactively sought out regulation and we're committed to working with regulators all over the world. A Wells notice to the company at this stage is not constructive and it's not in America's interests. There are many aspects of the current rules which really are not clear. Hi, and welcome back to Cheeky Crypto Podcast. My name's Chris, and it's fantastic to have you back with us for another podcast video. And uh, from the very start, it's clear that we're going to be having a look at Coinbase and what is going on with the SEC. This is all, I guess, stems from, you know, the SEC um, enforcement action and um, yeah, regulation through enforcement. I think that it's an absolute joke. And I think that uh, Gary Gensler, uh, my best friend, I'm going to put a picture of him there, um, you know, is a, is a bit of a clown. I think that picture is very, very, um, you know, fitting. And uh, obviously it's all just my opinion. Um, but yeah, I think we delve into what it is that Coinbase are, you know, saying when it comes to, to what's going on between them, the SEC, and actually the, the greater impact that it's having on the US. If you enjoy this sort of content, mash up the like button, subscribe if you haven't subscribed already, tap in that bell, selecting all the notifications so you never miss a video. Right, let's get to it. My name is Paul Graywell. I'm Coinbase's Chief Legal Officer. And with me is Brian Armstrong, the Chief Executive Officer and Chairman of Coinbase. I'd like to start by turning things over to Brian to say a few words. Brian? Yeah, thanks, Paul. So again, thank you for the opportunity to respond to this Wells notice. And I thought I'd share a few words just about the founding story of Coinbase and why I decided to base it here in the US and how we've practically sought out compliance over the last 11 years. So back in 2012, I had just read the Bitcoin white paper and you know, something clicked in my head when I first read this, that this might be a very important technology breakthrough that could help update the financial system globally. You know, I'd had a firsthand experience seeing um, how difficult and challenging certain aspects of the financial system were. I had been a software engineer at Airbnb and I had seen how difficult it was to send and receive payments globally to 190 countries. Um, it was slow and expensive and difficult. Um, I had lived in Argentina actually for a year, um, studying abroad and working abroad. And I had seen what a country looked like that had gone through hyperinflation, where people had lost trust in uh, the currency and they didn't have access to good financial services. They couldn't get loans, for instance, to buy a car or, or a home. And so when I read the Bitcoin white paper, I, I thought this might be an important breakthrough, something on the order of what we saw with the internet, a new global and decentralized system that could uh, make it easier for people to transmit value and, and update financial services globally. The next decision I had was, um, where do I want to start this company once, once I realized I wanted to start a company? And, you know, I, I went to some early Bitcoin meetups in San Francisco and people were telling me, you know, you shouldn't base it in the U.S. It's going to be too challenging. There's 50 state regulators and multiple federal regulators and you should start it in Hong Kong or Singapore. And um, there was other firms that were starting at that time that did that. But I made the choice at that moment to start the company in the U.S. because I knew that even if it was more difficult, the U.S. was a major market. There was respect for rule of law. Um, the U.S. was a financial hub, a technology hub. It was a place where I felt entrepreneurs could work in good faith with regulators to help define clear rules for new industries as they emerged. 
So I think that was rather interesting, the reasoning, the rationale as to why build in the US. And, uh, you know, it seems to come from a, a place where Coinbase wish to work with regulators and, you know, very much of the uh, opinion that by working with regulators and being proactive and uh, approaching it in the right way uh, would, you know, uh, basically you know, bear, you know, um, you know, some some great benefits. And I think that, you know, that's the way it should be. And the way that, you know, perceptionally, you would think, based on, you know, the likes of what Gary Gensler has said in the past, and we've all seen that on Twitter, um, would be very much how it's likely to be. Remember, you know, things have changed. And um, Brian Armstrong does talk about this as he goes through. So let's dig into what else he had to say. But, you know, in the meantime, do let me know in the comments below. Do you think that, you know, the regulators are, you know, uh, being proactive and uh, being welcoming and um you know supporting these companies understand uh you know the the clarity that is required let me know your thoughts and opinions in the comments below um, this strategy of proactively working with regulators in in cases where it really wasn't clear what we should do because it was a new industry we tried to do the right thing in the absence of clarity and um, show, demonstrate good faith effort that would allow us to bring this technology in a safe and thoughtful way to hopefully a billion people someday so here we are um, as a public company, I think we've made enormous strides. And I think the message I'd, I'd really like to leave with the commissioners and the SEC is that uh, we're committed to working in, within the regulatory perimeter. We want to see uh, a clear market structure for trading crypto securities. Not all crypto assets are securities. There's also crypto commodities, there's stable coins, there's crypto that's artwork. We're gonna work with multiple regulators uh, to make this industry safe and trusted. And um, a Wells notice at this stage, when there is not a clear rule book, is not constructive and it's not good for America. Um, we are prepared to defend that position in court, but it doesn't have to come to that. We welcome a true dialogue about a workable path forward for our industry. So what I would say is it looks like Coinbase is willing to fight the SEC for the clarity, very similar to what we see with Ripple. And what I would say is the SEC are seeking additional funds to run their, their, you know, their scam operation, as I perceive it. And the reason why I think it's a scam operation is because of their mission statement. Their mission statement is to protect investors. Go look at their three bullet points uh, for their mission statement and tell me that they're not, you know, fraud, like defrauding people, you know, taxpayers and, and stuff like that, um, you know, in the US, because they're not, you know, they're not adhering to those free mission statements, because if they were, they would give clarity to emerging technologies. What they are doing at the moment is the polar opposite. They're looking to attack, you know, emerging um, technologies. And what I would really, you know, um, like to highlight is the fact that it is such a waste of capital from the SEC. If they go fight Coinbase, you know, they fight Ripple, these monstrous size companies, you know, uh, are, are going to, you know, cost, it's going to cost so much money for the SEC to fight these battles that don't need to be fought. And uh, I think the next part of this is very, very interesting. So listen up. Coinbase has been talking to the SEC about our business for many years now including sharing our legal views on our asset listing and staking services. We have repeatedly asked the SEC for its own views on how securities laws might apply to Coinbase and our industry. And to be candid, we've mostly gotten silence in response. But we were very proud 
when two years ago, in April 2021, the SEC declared effective Coinbase's registration statement, allowing Coinbase shares to be sold to millions of retail investors. That moment came after months and months of review by the SEC. The SEC asked a lot of questions about our business and our services, which looks very much like the business we have today. And we answered those questions in detail. That included questions about our asset listing, our staking service, Coinbase wallet, and all of the legal analysis we'd done related to those products. We understand that new technology can pose challenges for regulators. We understand new laws are sometimes needed. That is why Coinbase's core commitment to regulatory compliance has never wavered. We welcome new regulation, but we believe that regulation needs to be created in a fair way and shared with the public. I understand that the Wells Notice means that the staff has reached a preliminary determination that aspects of our company's core business violate securities laws. So I want to be very direct with you. Coinbase does not list securities. We use a robust process based on SEC guidance to make sure that we don't list securities. We reject some 90% of the assets that we review. It might be better for our short-term business to be less conservative than we are, but that is not who we want to be as a company. That's why, as proud as we were when we became a U.S. public company just two years ago, we were just as disappointed to receive the Wells Notice from the SEC a few weeks ago. In the past two years, Coinbase's business really has not changed in any fundamental way. We remain just as committed to following the rules and engaging collaboratively with the SEC on the best way to regulate our industry. But we ask that those rules do not change midstream and without any notice to the industry. As Brian said, Coinbase's approach to regulation hasn't changed. The law itself has not changed either, even though we would welcome legislation or rulemaking for our industry. So what has changed? When Coinbase became a public company, the view of the SEC appeared to be that the SEC lacked statutory authority to regulate businesses like Coinbase. In May 2021, just one month after we became a public company, that's what Chair Gensler testified to Congress. He said, quote, the exchanges trading in these crypto assets do not have a regulatory framework either at the SEC or our sister agency, the CFTC. And the very next day, he said that the SEC would work with Congress to develop such a framework. Specifically, he said, the SEC will be working with Congress if they see fit to try to bring some protection. The Wells notice we received appears to say the opposite just two years later as the SEC staff contends that significant aspects of Coinbase's businesses are now subject to and violate federal securities laws. This new view doesn't come from any change in Coinbase's business since becoming a public company two years ago. Coinbase is at its core the very same company today that we were on April 14, 2021. Nor does this new view come from the SEC staff's discovery of something that Coinbase concealed or misrepresented in our extensive engagement with the SEC including during the registration process. Absolutely nothing like that has been suggested. So what accounts for this change? In December 2022, following the collapse of FTX, a digital asset trading platform that is entirely dissimilar to Coinbase, the SEC appears to have adopted a new view. That month, Chair Gensler said in an interview, I feel that we have enough authority, I really do, in this space to regulate crypto companies. Of course, in the time between this statement and the prior ones, Congress did not pass any new legislation to fill the statutory void that Chair Gensler previously acknowledged, and the SEC has not tried to fill the void itself through rulemaking, 
even though the industry and Coinbase specifically have repeatedly and formally requested that the SEC do so. To be candid, this is pretty startling for Coinbase as a compliant U.S. public company to watch unfold. And it is all the more startling given the different views expressed by other regulators. The CFTC has recently formally identified Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, and USDC, and other stable coins as commodities, not securities. When the Department of Justice charged a former Coinbase employee for improperly front-running asset listing decisions, it declined to bring any securities-related charges. Meanwhile, Coinbase is regulated. For example, Coinbase holds a bit license from New York Department of Financial Services, and part of that bit license means we cannot and do not list securities on our platform. We believe that legislation or rulemaking is needed if the SEC wants to expand its oversight of our industry, especially contrary to the views of other federal and state regulators. But regardless, we remain ready, willing, and eager to engage with the SEC on any topic about how securities laws can or should apply to our industry. Just last summer, the SEC asked Coinbase to develop a proposal for crypto companies to register with the SEC if, and that's an important if, they want to list securities. Coinbase does not list securities today, but we would like to do so using an SEC-registered platform. And we certainly would like to get rid of the cloud now hanging over our industry, given the SEC's new view of its jurisdiction over our industry. But it's not clear how that view applies in practice to specific products and services. So we said absolutely yes to the SEC's request to work on a framework for crypto companies to register. And after months and months of Coinbase sharing ideas with the SEC, on the eve of the meeting where the SEC had promised to give us feedback and its views for the first time, instead the SEC called off the discussions altogether. A few weeks later, after just two cursory depositions, we got a broad yet fundamentally vague Wells notice. We still do not know exactly what it is that we do that is of concern to the SEC. Ultimately, as Chair Gensler told Congress less than two years ago today, no law or regulation authorizes the SEC to charge Coinbase for the alleged violations in the Wells Notice. No law at all. So we are on the brink of a fight that doesn't need to happen and frankly shouldn't happen at a time when we could be working together to provide clarity and stability to an important new industry for consumers and investors, not to mention the U.S. economy as a whole. We are instead gearing up for litigation. Coinbase does not want to litigate against the SEC, and the SEC should not want to litigate this case either. Litigation will put the SEC's own actions on trial, erode public trust in the SEC's mission, undermine any incentive for market participants to engage with the SEC, and put at risk broad aspects of the SEC's enforcement program. So we're asking you directly not to waste the SEC's limited and important resources on unnecessary litigation that will only harm the very investors that the SEC is mission-bound to protect. The SEC has other productive options available to it. If the SEC believes that certain digital assets are securities or certain parts of Coinbase's business should be registered, Coinbase continues to welcome that dialogue. But at a minimum, those assets need to be identified. We know that Chair Gensler has said that he believes most digital assets are securities. But even if that were true, Coinbase does not list most assets. We reject more than 90% of the assets considered for listing, and there are mountains more that we don't consider at all. The better path here is for the SEC to initiate rulemaking 
or at least respond to Coinbase's pending petition for rulemaking. If the SEC believes that Coinbase should set up a registered securities trading platform for certain parts of its business, Coinbase is open to that discussion too. But it must be rooted in a fair and proper application of securities laws, and there must be an actual path to register, which does not exist today. Coinbase will defend itself vigorously in litigation if it comes to that. So for me, there's a few things that need to be unpicked there. You know, Coinbase has been very proactive and I'm always calling out the SEC for a lack of being proactive. You know, they're very much reactive to everything. And it's almost like they're just going after anybody, um, you know, and I, I really dislike the approach that the SEC is taking right now. Personally, I have the opinion that, you know, Coinbase and many other companies that are saying very similar things are doing their best uh, under some very bad circumstances. And the fact that Coinbase have come out, I think it's fantastic that they've gone and, and put this video together and made it public in this way, because it shows that they're willing to work with the FCC the SEC, I, sh I should say, and um, they're, they're willing to, to be proactive in their approach. And it, I, I completely align with everything that has been said in this video. I really do believe that, you know, Coinbase, Ripple and all the other you know cryptocurrencies out there really um, just want the, the clarity and the frameworks put in place so they know what rules to abide by. This would, um, you know, protect investors far more than just allowing a company like Coinbase to go public like the SEC has. I mean, they could have said, no, you're, um, you know, you're breaking laws, security laws. You can't go public, but they didn't. They allowed them to go public. They allowed their shares to be sold to millions upon millions of uh, Americans. Uh, there was no problem with that. So w what's changed? And uh, I think the fact of the matter is nothing really has changed. It's like they're just changing the rules and making up the rules as they go along. And because there is no framework, the SEC uh, are deflecting and, um, you know, um, you know, shifting blame onto the companies working in this sector. And I think that that is something probably coming from much higher up within government. Let me know your thoughts, your opinions in the comments below. I loved the fact that Coinbase put this out. Uh, I hope they don't mind me using the content to push it out to more people and explain my thoughts and opinions on it. I will link the full uh, video in the description of this video. Uh, if you enjoyed today's video, mash up that like button, subscribe if you haven't subscribed already, tap in that bell, selecting all the notifications so you never miss a video. Thanks for watching, take care, and I'll catch you in the next one.